Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about short-term investing. This is a scenario, say, we're trying to save up for a down payment and we have a couple years to save up and we want to put our money to work for us while it's saving. You know, what do we do with it? Um, So personally, my take on it, uh, and Grant will share his, but my take is if it's two years, say, in this example, and we're saving up, I would put it into something um, like a bond index fund. Um, I think anywhere, if I put anything into equities, I feel like that would be far too risky on a, on a short timeline like that, a year or two, because if there was a market correction or even a crash, you know, our home down payment might not be able to be replenished as quickly, and it sort of, you know, throws a big gear uh, or a big wrench into all the gears. Um, so I would, I would invest it just for a conservative, look for like a 1%, 2 3% um, bond return into a, a bond index fund, uh, particularly in, in Vanguard. That's that's what I would do to invest uh, short term. What about you, Grant? Yeah, I think I'd probably be a little bit more aggressive than that with the caveat that there's a lot of times when you think that you'll need the money in two years and then you end up not needing it, right? So this is one of the reasons why I'm a huge believer in just investing your uh, emergency fund, right? So you might be sitting on twenty or $30,000 of cash right now as your emergency fund. But if you would put that into the market, um, you know, say you don't need that emergency fund ever, if you put that into the market you know, a few years ago, uh, that twenty or thirty thousand dollars would would probably be you know ten to fifteen thousand dollars more than if you would have just left it in cash. And so, for short term goals, if you really know that you're going to buy a house in two years, like you definitely know, like you're a hundred percent sure, then I agree with Matt. You know, just being more conservative. I probably wouldn't be as conservative as just a bond fund. I'd probably do something like a Wellington uh, Vanguard Wellington fund, uh, which is about sixty five percent equities, thirty five percent bonds. To cap, you know, but with that being said, um, if you if you really want to be sure uh, and protect the principal, uh, investing in a bond fund, anything is going to be better than just a savings account. Too many people sit on cash uh, for too long, and then if there's even a 50-50 chance that you might not buy that home, I would say probably be a little bit more aggressive with those investments because life happens, life changes. And you know, missing out on you know two, three, four, five years of growth and compounding opportunities in the market, um, you know, could 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 you're just not going to get as, as big of an advantage as you could have. Yeah, I definitely um, some part some parts there. I agree. I, I agree in the concept that um, it, you know it's good to be saving up for a down payment. It's better to be investing at least into something conservative that's going to return you know one two percent. And then I think where Grant and I are going to disagree is what's the best move to do with your money. But I, I think it comes back down to what's your personal uh, risk portfolio. So for, for Grant, for example, it's perfect that, you know, two years, a year, I think he would be the type of guy that would invest it. For me personally, you know, living with my fiance, if we were going to be looking at that fund month over month and adding a little bit as we got closer to paying the down payment, I don't, I'm, I don't think either one of us would be comfortable seeing, you know, a short downtick, I think that would cause way too much stress for us. And that goes back to our risk portfolio. Um, so we wouldn't be comfortable, you know, we wouldn't be able to sleep that well, knowing our, you know, our, our home down payment is, is in the market. But, um, you know, that's probably why some people have it in cash too, because they're just, they don't know where to put it. But that, that kind of goes back to what I was saying before with good, better. So you can easily make an upgrade from cash straight into a bond fund uh, or, or 
even like a one-year CD with a bank if you're really conservative, um, and you can even look online for some that are maybe just over a 1%. So I, yeah, I would definitely encourage some return over something, and, and if you have it invested in, say, a CD, it might even help you because, um, you know, if if you were tempted to pull out money from your home down payment to take a vacation, for example, you know, locking up in a CD might actually, you know, heighten your chances of being on schedule to pay, you know, to buying your dream home. So yeah, but if there's any chance that you're not going to buy that home, or there's just any chance that perhaps you're doing well in your career and you know you're going to get a salary increase and things are going really well for you, uh, don't sit on the sidelines too long uh, with that money. We see it too often that someone says, "Oh, I'm saving for a down payment." Five years later, they haven't invested at all. Their plans change. They move out of town, um, and then they've lost all of that growth opportunity. Or even worse, they spend that money on something else uh, that right. That they don't want to buy the money. home, and then. All of a sudden, you know, I'm not buying a home. I'll buy a car. I'll buy a new truck. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Something else. So don't do that. But uh, (laughs) hope this was helpful and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.